Hi guys, welcome to the Glitch in the Code podcast. My name's Richard Willett and this is episode 7 and I'm here with Sousa, who is the founder and the creator of the Michael Jackson Innocent Project website. Now, everybody has seen, well, most people in the UK have seen Leaving Neverland and um, and what we wanted to talk to talk about today is the facts behind this. Now, investigative journalism has kind of gone down to Swanee here in England, to put it in an Australian term, and... What um, Suze has managed to do on this website is put everything together in one place um, for you to understand what has been going on and how, and, and I understand how the music industry in Hollywood works. Um, and if you start to dig into this properly and do your research, you'll realise what's going on here and it's it needs to stop. Um, Suze, welcome to the show. And um, what I wanted to start off with is you didn't start off as a Michael Jackson fan looking at these things, did you? You started off as someone who was unbiased and neutral and this has led you down this path. Hi, Richard. Um, yeah, no, I've never been a fan, uh, actually, of Michael Jackson. I uh, I didn't look into anything Michael Jackson until he died, actually. And uh, so I have a very unbiased and objective view on, on the whole thing. And I've been investigating this for about 10 years now. And um, I thought something needed to be done about the whole um, Leaving Neverland stuff and you know, they, they 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 grab all that old shit um, again too about the Avrizos and the Chandlers, and I wanted to contain that all in one website, make sure that people could easily access um, all the information necessary to educate themselves on the subject. And the website does that fantastically well. I mean, you could spend hours scoring through this website and finding out what's going on. Um, if you can spend four hours watching a, I wouldn't even call it a documentary, it's a one-sided propaganda piece, even if you don't like Michael Jackson from anyone's point of view, you That's understand what it is. Yep. It's not a documentary at all. Documentaries have to have two sides of the argument. At least you'll always have a bias. Of course you will. But this didn't even have any kind of other side of the story. What did you think while watching the documentary yourself? If you've, yeah, what did you think? Oh, it was disgusting. But it's honestly, I had to laugh too because it's so blatantly ridiculous. Um, if you know the facts, I, I'm not so sure. I, I can't tell what I would think if I, I didn't do the research that I uh, did. But I'm not a person at all that that just believes anything that is said and that's getting worse and worse by the year honestly uh, as the media uh, goes down the the drain even more yeah it, it it just seems so ungenuine i i'm not so sure what i thought but it, it was disgust and laughter it was all together it was a weird trip honestly there's such many consistencies with these these cases that have come out from the 1993 one with the Jordan Geordie Chandler one. If you look into the background of that, that made no sense. If you look into the background of the Alviso ones, that made no sense. And if you look into the background of these ones, but the real consistency seems to be this sudden switch in these young people. This this and and on camera, it's research. I mean, you can see these people saying Michael Jackson did nothing to me. This has never happened. Never happened. Defending, defending, and then there's this almost overnight switch. Now yep. that is not normal behaviour. Regardless, and and the bit the thing that I've got back off that when I've mentioned that, going well, it's repressed memories. Do you about two minutes research and you'll realise that Wade Robson and Safechuck have already said that these were not repressed memories, um, right. and none of them have said they were repressed memories at all. 
Um, so that's out the window. So that's the first thing we can knock down here. That's not repressed memories. To me, everybody seems to be talking about money and this seems to be part of money. I think that's a very small amount. I think this is blackmail. I think these, these young people are scared. If you, I agree. And I think it's fear in their eyes, not money. I don't think you can pay enough money in the world for someone to, to help you sleep at night. So I think the money situation, if everybody keeps chucking that out, the money situation might be for Sony, Dave Geffen, these people, yes. But these young people are being abused. In my opinion, they've been abused by others in the industry and it's being pushed on to Michael. How, what is your opinion on, on that statement? Oh, that's absolutely uh, absolutely possible. I think there is a, a, a difference, though, in uh, between Safechuck and Robson, mm -hmm. um, because Safechuck looks like he was really an abused child, not by Michael, but he. There's something different about him. Not that he's credible, because I hear people say, "Oh, he's so credible, he's way more credible than Robson." He's not credible in this story at all, because I mean, he's so inconsistent. But there is something different about him. Robson, I I'm not so sure. I always want to punch him in the face. <laughs> he he seems to be, he is such a narcissist, you know. So, so I, I'm not sure about Robson. Um, I I did read something um, on YouTube a few weeks ago that got me thinking, which said it was. Uh, I, I don't remember what video it was. It was a video about Robson or of Robson, uh, and because I was investigating for this whole project. And it, there was a a comment under it, under that, and I still regret not screenshotting it. And it said that uh, clearly it was something that knew him, and they said that Robson had marriage problems because Amanda uh, caught him molesting their son. I've actually seen that comment myself. You have seen that. I have okay, seen that, that's yeah. good. So it now people know that it actually was there it, it was deleted later on and uh, that he made up that whole story uh, about being uh, molested by Michael as an excuse for his behavior towards his son and then you read that he actually said that uh, Amanda asked him about uh, do you have any doubts about our son and uh, safe Chuck with his pedophilic urges towards his kid does he or does he not you know so I'm not sure, and if if we're talking about blackmail, then I think you should take that into account. Maybe that's where the the truth lies. Maybe there, you know, but because I always think if you, the harder you uh, push a narrative about something uh, about someone, the bigger the chance that it's your narrative. Mm. You know what I? You mean what, what? Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, of course I do. Yeah. It, it it's like they're pointing fingers. The, it, you must know. I, I I've checked out uh, your stuff. You must know that there is this big pedophile of network that's yeah. completely on the verge of being exposed worldwide. Yeah. And what I think is, you know, Michael is an easy target because he looked weird. Mm. Uh, I don't think his person, his public persona, helped him much. No. Um, not something that he could see up front, of course. Uh, but looking back, it didn't help him much. No, it didn't help him much, and I think um, there was a lot that came out, and I remember when I read into him in the 80s, and he was very angry with the way that um, 
Frank Delio or Delio, however you put it, were portraying him around the bad era as some sort right. of nutcase. And they were saying, no, this is good for you. This is good because people are talking about you. And he was not happy about it at all. And you, all no. you all you, you need to look at is what happened around the, around the time these allegations come out. Now, let's have a look at these connections because anyone who does a bit of research can see the connection between Oprah Winfrey, Dave Geffen, Harvey Weinstein, this Me Too movement, Steven Spielberg, yep. Dreamstone... Also, look at Oprah and look at The Colour Purple, produced by Quincy Jones, who produced Michael Jackson's Thriller album, Off The Wall album, and, no, oh, sorry, yeah, not Off The yeah, off the Wall Thriller and Bad. Michael Jackson no longer wanted to work with him when it came to Dangerous. Um, these, what, what happened after Dangerous and after you went on Oprah, these allegations started coming out. Now, right. anyone doing any, mar- I mean, I'm not on it, like, you've done far more research into the actual specifics of the case for me, but even me... I can look at that and go, I un- I know what happens in the Hollywood music in- and connection. I call it the Hollywood music industry because it's the same thing. Um, these people have used, in my opinion, Michael Jackson as a patsy along the line. Michael Jackson, you have to understand that he was the most famous man on the planet. What that will do to your mind, I don't know. But <clears throat> they did 11 years of FBI investigation into this man and found nothing. He was... He was found innocent on 14 charges. How much more do we need to go through to say, look, look at people like Oprah. Look at people like Steven Spielberg. Right. Look at Dave Geffen. Dave Geffen's, in my opinion, is one of the worst. Look at these people, Harvey Weinstein. Look at what they're trying to cover up. And all you have to do is look at the timing of this documentary. What happened mm-hmm. the week that it came out in the UK? Harvey Weinstein's court case got put back. Well, the more that gets put back, the less chance of that even surf going to court yep. so that was a clear distraction they do this as a psyop now it might sound like it doesn't make sense but in the not when it came to 9-11 the day before 9-11 the um federal i think it was a, the pentagon put out that they lost trillions in black budget projects but 26 no trillion 26 yep. trillion there you go so no one but we don't remember this because 9-11 happened i'm not saying that they orchestrated 9-11 although i think they did um yeah, but what exactly. what i'm saying is that they put these things out at certain times now r kelly's also been thrown under the bus now i i have i don't know enough about r kelly to comment uh, yeah I, but, I, I don't know enough either but the timing of these things that's you know, what people it, need to the, look at the timing yeah yeah absolutely true um plus you had that documentary at Sundance about Weinstein, and that was actually scheduled to okay. be yep. uh, aired or screened on ju- January right. 25th. Oh, okay. And then all of a sudden, this Michael Jackson documentary pops up uh, <laughs> to be screened. And Which clearly was shot in three weeks. Have you, heard it's, anything, it's... have you heard anything about Weinstein's Untouchable? I have heard about the documentary. Have I didn't you know where you could, I didn't know where you could find it. Anything in the media about it? No one, no one's reporting on it because no. Michael Jackson is way more interesting. Exactly. So the fact that they were supposed to have Harvey Weinstein's documentary out at the same time, and then suddenly this clearly badly put together, rushed through drone shots for three hours documentary is put out about Michael Jackson. These right. boys looked scared to death, as if they've been abused and frightened they made this into in this. In a week, it's <laughs> did if, they make if that? If yeah, that. it's horrific. I mean, even. Dan Reed, is that his name? Says it took, he had his assistant. Dan Greed. Greed, Greed. <laughs> Look, three weeks, he said his assistant looked into this. Three weeks. 11 yeah. F. It just, it's ludicrous. What What is your take on the sudden switch in personalities? To me, that's the biggest thing here that I, knowing what, 
if you want to look into these, um, if you want to go a bit conspiracy theorist and look into Project Monarch and splitting of minds and through through oh, traumatic I, abuse, I've, which I've happens. Investigated that. Um, what is your idea of what might have happened with these young people just switching? Well, like I said, I, I'm not I'm not so sure with Wade. Um, I don't I don't know if this is just a case of blackmail or that there's like you said say more going on here. Um, both is possible. Um, it, I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I do know that um, Michael himself was a victim of it. Something that the fans don't want to hear either of most of the time. Um, but that's so completely clear. I've investigated the whole MK Ultra stuff for years and he is like uh, the, the poster child for MK Ultra. Um, yeah, I think that is. There's a, a if you look into the MK Ultra stuff and the Project Monarch stuff, and you go back, anyone wants to look into, I think it's Bryce Taylor um, and yep. Kathy O'Brien. One of them in one of their books, they do actually talk about Michael Jackson being molested before, and his brothers right before yep, right. the Ed, Ed Bryce, Sullivan show. Is it Bryce Taylor? Yeah. Right before the Ed Sullivan show. So if you go back and do your research on these things, Michael Jackson's been a victim for a very long time, and so are these kids. Now remember, don't try and split... If you can get around the ego and try and see all of these guys as victims of an institutional Hollywood paedophile ring, then you'll realise that while Oprah is pointing at these people. Not just her. I'm not just saying her. She's protecting... She's a gatekeeper. And herself. Let's not... Yeah. Wipe out Oprah herself. And herself. I mean, I think... She's not a victim. She's not a victim. And she no. paid... Wasn't her, her dad... She paid one of, a victim of her dad's abuse off for a uh-huh. long long time ago. I mean, yes. I, I've done <laughs> a little bit of research into this and even I can find it. Um, it's... It's... She's a gatekeeper for me. I wouldn't... I think feel like she's just... She's out there. Her show is to gatekeep and keep an eye on what's going on and put... Mm-hmm. And Ellen, these sort of... Come, these sort of programs. Alan, same thing. Yeah. Alan, the same thing. Yeah. And if you look into the way the media works, you'll understand this. Michael Jackson was a victim. These kids are victims of a long, ongoing paedophile yeah. ring that, un- that goes under the music industry, goes under Hollywood, goes under politics in in every country in the Western world, goes under big business. This, well, this is, is also how huge. you can explain why all of a sudden they started to attack him. Why didn't they attack him in the 80s? Mm. You know, there, there is a reason for that because he was, as they call that, on message uh, right. back in the early 80s. And I think um, when you look at that Pepsi so-called accident where they set his, uh, his head on fire, mm-hmm. it, to me that looks like it was a warning. He might have been become uh, too influential. He didn't want to play that uh that role that they have for black people, you see it all over um, it, in the mainstream media. He didn't want to play that game. Uh, he probably became a, a, a bit more vocal, a bit more political by that time, and they warned him. And so he said, fuck you, I'll buy a, a 3,000 acre place and I'll go hide myself. And I'm going to try to expose you. I mean, look at his lyrics, look at his symbolism in his covers, in his yeah. um, short films, everything. Uh, points to him trying to break out of that whole Hollywood thing, trying to expose them. And that's why when they got pissed, because he became a threat. Not only was he filthy rich, but he had a huge following. I mean, go to uh, dark Africa in the middle of the Congo and ask who Michael Jackson is, and they will know. Mm. Yeah. 
yeah, you're totally right. And it was around the time of the whiz that he got involved with Quincy Jones, and this was the time when his career went from from um, being one of the Jackson's Five, and he was already incredibly famous, to being Stratacus, or I can't say the word, massively universally known. Um, this was the Quincy Jones connection. The colour purple is also a colour that you need to look into as well if you're going to look into these That's satanic rituals. It's a trigger colour. It's a trigger colour. So right. is Peter Pan. So is Alice in Wonderland. And so, so is, is Never, Neverland. Neverland, Wizard of Oz. If you look into these, Michael Jackson was an MK Ultra mind victim in my opinion whether you believe these things or not all you got to do is a bit of research to realize that project monarch and mk ultra was an actual thing that happened there's it's no still, den- it's still happening exactly i i totally agree with you but no one can I mean, and, they, and, and they actually admitted it they just said say now because the cia documents are all over the place mm. they just say now it's it it's it's stopped in 1977 no it didn't it just got another name yeah that that's the whole change they got another it, it got another name but the whole torture and and brainwashing tactics are still going on they are and if all you have to do is look at the britney spears of the world the, the miley cyrus's of the world the justin bieber's of the world and look at them justin look, is just... under attack now too i see What's that? I mean, some something's going on with Justin at the moment too. That that's what they say when you're programmed as an MK Ultra victim, around the age that Justin is now, uh, you start. Um, it's it's a natural deprogramming that happens. It's it's what you saw with Britney. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's around the age of twenty six, twenty seven. That's why you have all those. Uh, the club of twenty seven. That's not a, a coincidence. Um, they start to break out because their mind naturally naturally deprograms and that's when they become a threat and that's when they need to get back a message so either get into rehab what they call rehab of course that's just reprogramming or they're killed off yeah which is happening continuously have you seen the recent thing with ron new as well the video about him being he died a few days before he was supposed to go on um I think it's a guy called Tariq Nasheed, um radio show to talk about. It was Oprah's people that tried to get him to, again, accuse Michael Jackson of doing things to his kids, who was signed to Michael Jackson's label. They'd asked him before many years ago for 20 grand, and he'd refused. No, and he's going to go on this show and talk about this, and he died on the way to the show. Yeah. I heard of that, but I haven't really seen any... Um any links or, or things that really confirm it um Therese, i've got video if you go on my my, YouTube, my twitter i made sure i downloaded it it's actually on my youtube channel as well now if you look it's Tariq's talking about this that he okay, was supposed okay. to meet him and he's talking from an airport saying i was supposed to meet him he was supposed to go on my show to talk about that people connected to oprah had asked him to lie about michael jackson again and on the way the 60 year old what healthy man just suddenly dies now, this is what yeah, we're talking about. That's bullshit, yeah. yeah. With, that's with, bullshit. And, and I think people can't get their head around it because it sounds so magnificent, but this world is not as if... This world does not function the way you believe it, it does, unfortunately. But the, the problem is also a little bit that um, people don't believe in God these days anymore, and I don't know if you do, but I absolutely do. And um, because they don't believe in something, they think it doesn't exist or they think that others don't think it exists you know this Mm -hmm. is just this huge satanic um club 
And it doesn't matter if you believe it, they believe in it. And that is the whole problem. It, 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 it's like um, the, the battle between good and evil that you see happening at the moment. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I think anything that gets you through the day and puts a smile on your face, I think is worth believing in. I believe in a a higher consciousness, whatever name you want to put on it. Of course I do. I believe that's why these things come together. And I think that's why people have tried to attack Michael Jackson in this way. And it's totally backfired. And because if he's left... he, kept, he kept close to God and that's what I they agree. didn't want. And I think it's because if the amount of love that he gave out for these people don't want him to be guilty of this, which I think has a two, two-edged sword to it. It could mean we're in cognitive dissonance and we're, we don't want to see it. But the evidence doesn't point to that. Um, but it also it means that maybe his legacy will be the one that they push too far to uncover all of this actual child sexual abuse, satanic child trafficking that's going on under Hollywood and the music industry and all other industries. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I think he is... Uh, I, I think he knew too much, too. Mm. He... Um... And like I said, he didn't want to play the game. That's what made him a huge threat. And um, there's two camps in that. Uh, One camp uh, thinks he's uh, murdered. And the other uh, camp thinks that he escaped Mm. uh, because of that. But you never hear a fan say, oh, he he just overdosed and he killed himself. No. You know, it's either one or the other. But they never say, oh, Michael just killed himself. Because they know he wouldn't do that yeah it it didn't happen and it's too many inconsistencies and you go right back to things like jfk john lennon um he wrote people... songs about that yeah of course you know? people don't listen I, mm. sometimes I, I i throw lyrics at people and i say here just look at those lyrics instead of just um uh listening to your michael jackson playlist on spotify just look at the at the lyrics he, yeah. he was telling people something yeah, look at songs like Privacy, look at songs like Little Susie at the end of the Michael Jackson's History album. Little Susie is an incredible piece of music, incredible right. song. No one even knows about it. And it's like the album, I think, probably sold about 15 million copies, probably more than that. Um, and it's a song right at the end, and it's, it talks about a young girl being abused and thrown down the stairs. I mean, it's right. like he was doing this in his music for years and also in his music videos, in the symbolism um, they don't care about us is a is an obvious one. Much stranger in Moscow is an obvious one. Earth yep. song is an obvious one. But you can go even deeper into songs like Too Bad, you, Tabloid Junkie, um, DS. Um, what is the all other of one? this music? And Honestly, this time all around, all of this music. Yeah. Exactly, especially everything from Dangerous Up. Yeah. All those lyrics are important. You know, they, they tell a story. That, they tell his story. Like he, said, he, he called that album history it's his story yeah. just listen to it look at the lyrics it, it's so obvious what was going on there if you really take the time to look into it yeah and if you dig into these as you say didn't you, even the invincible album had songs like lost children on it um and they were songs that he had to fight for that song to be on the album as well because they didn't want it to appear to be right. weird. Well, if Michael Jackson was a serial sex abuser of children, do you think he would want to put a song like that on his album? No. I mean, he fought for that to be on the album because he isn't having it. And he knew that, okay, my time on this earth, I believe he knew. I actually, I, I actually go more subscribe to the fact that I don't think he's actually dead, but that's my hope, maybe. Um, and right. also, if anyone can pull it off, it'll be Michael Jackson. If anyone could pull that off, that would be Michael Jackson. That, that would be the great him, show. That off. would make him extremely dangerous. Yeah. 
Well, it would. Yeah, I mean, he spent it would long... make him extremely <laughs> dangerous because that would mean that he would be a key witness in certain things that I really believe are uh, is going to blow up soon. They're keeping the lid on it. It's steaming over this Hollywood. They're trying people. to keep yeah. the lid on it, but you know, sometimes you can't just keep that lid on it because the the, the lid will get hot. You'll, you'll burn your hands. You will be burning your hands. And I mean, was it? There was a video, a film out recently. I think it was a TV series. One, one. It was based around a guy, and it was clearly based on Michael Jackson. <coughs> Sorry. And um, the lead actor in it, and I should have my more details of this, but I don't. But if you look it up, you'll find it. Um, dressed up as a guy with loads of prosthetics, and he looked kind of like a Michael Jackson, but not in his uh, later days. And there was a. They won an award at an award show, not not recently, and someone turned up dressed like that, was sitting in the audience. Oh, Teddy Perkins. Did you see it? But Teddy of Perkins But Teddy Perkins was there. So it wasn't him dressed up. No. Um so who was it? Who knows? Who knows? And who to knows? me, wouldn't it be great if that was the greatest trick that he's ever made? Is I would love that. That would make my that make my life interesting he done. He done you. He done. He he was ahead of the game. If anyone's going to be at the head of the game, it would be the guy that's been it since he's eleven years old. Remember that. I had a. I had a, there's an in, a YouTube video someone put out recently saying Michael Jackson, uh, and he was nineteen twenty, got into the music industry and was doing this to get Nicky. And I was like, have you not heard of the Jackson Five? And this is the weirdness. People really don't want to do their research. He didn't even know it was the Jackson Five existed. No. How people, people don't want it. You know, it's so easy if the, if you just turn on the TV and CNN is going to tell you what happened in the world. Mm. That's all there. And even people that I, – I mean, I have arguments about this a lot. Uh, I'm a conservative, um, so I have a lot of arguments with liberals. They call me all names in the book. <laughs> um, not rightfully so because – they just don't understand that this is not about what your political view is or um, whether or not you like Michael Jackson. It's about looking objectively to the media and thinking, wow, you're full of shit. Mm. You know, it's, it's CNN, turn it on. It's about bad orange men. Yeah. All they can report on is Trump. And I don't care if you like Trump or not. There's more news in the world. You know, Trump is not the head of the world. There's more news. Why are you constantly focused? What, in my opinion, what's been done to Donald Trump is exactly the same as what happened to Michael. The, the narrative is a little bit different. I mean, with him, it's um, Russia and uh, porn stars. But the, the, the way <laughs> the way it's been done is, is exactly the same. And I always have to laugh when I see Michael Jackson fans who... Uh, Keep defending Michael. Ah, oh, and he. Uh, there's no evidence, and innocent until proven guilty. And then they turn around and do the same shit to Donald Trump, and then I just laugh and think oh, you just didn't get it. Yeah, you've got to be across the board. I mean, um, if you're going to look objectively at things, what you need to do really, and, and the hardest thing to ever do is take your ego out of the way and go, I may be wrong, but that doesn't make me a bad person because my exactly. intentions are to try and find the truth and make the world a little bit of a better place. So if I get this wrong and it turns out that this is actually not true, just go, oh, all right, well, I, I was trying my best to try and find it, to get the truth out. If you can do that, you need, you can't lose because it's not about winning yeah, or losing it's about the truth and you're not the truth the truth the is truth objective can only, yeah but the truth can only be found um if you want to pursue it 
Yeah. You can only find it if you are willing to accept that in some things you're wrong and that some, you know, I, I always talk to all kinds of people um, because they all might have something in their story. I might not agree on them totally or maybe not at all, but they might have just this one piece of truth in their story that I think, hmm, I can use that, you know, and I can hmm. shape my, well, my truth. I can shape, it is my truth. Because I don't know the full truth. No one knows the full truth. And my truth, I want to be that as factual as it can be. So you have to use your common sense and listen to all kinds of people. Make sure that you, everything that makes sense, you know, even if you have thought it for 30 years, if you find out that your common sense tells you that it wasn't true, hmm. get rid of it. Yeah. If it doesn't serve you, get rid of it. If it, is it, if it doesn't serve you, get rid of it. No, and, and I don't care you... If, you, if you don't like Michael Jackson, fine. If you hate Michael Jackson, fine. But look at the evidence. And if the evidence tells you that he's not a pedophile, then let go of it. Yeah, you're totally right. And in email, people like you, you are a proper investigative journalist. This is what you, you are doing. And there's not many people like yourself out there. And I'm not just saying that because it, you need we need more people out there in the world like you because... You will bother to look into it, but also bother looking into the person and look at and separate someone's belief system from who they are as a person. You can still like a person and not agree with them. And people and it, it's got so convoluted and and you've got people like Perez Hilton, who's an absolute blessing. He, he's clearly not a well man, but no. it, it, he's clearly got personality disorder he's clearly narcissistic or borderline personality and he doesn't care whether it's good or bad um publicity for him he just doesn't want to be forgotten so the best thing you can do with someone like that is ignore them like a bully you just ignore them and i'm not very good at it i'm not saying i'm really good at it because i'm terrible but but what we need to do is have that objective understanding of if we're going to look as investigative journalists because there's none left in the main mainstream media not none there's very few especially in the uk we're going to have to be objective about these things because when it comes out, the truth comes out, you want to be on the right side of it so people believe you in going right. forward. Right. Or at least you should be open to – Because I, I don't even care if they still believe something. Uh, it, it's okay to still believe that Michael Jackson is a pedophile. You know, that's your right to mm. believe that. It's. I think it's dumb. I think it means that you – uh, did not do your homework at all and you don't even have to I mean if you like you said if you have four hours to watch to watch that horrendous documentary or film or whatever you want to call it because documentary it's not yeah spend the another four hours investigating it you know exactly. yeah. but if you still want to believe it that's fine but keep your mind open because the truth is going to hit you sooner rather than later and yeah and what people don't realize is that it, People like me and you and, and, and thousands of us around the world were trying to get to the bottom of this satanic paedophile ring under Hollywood. Yes. If you do not want to provide us with help and information to get this out and stop children, thousands of children going missing each year, please just get out of the way because yeah. you are aiding them. You are yeah, in the way and you're off. aiding them. If you're not going to contribute anything useful to the argument, then get out of the way because there's children that are dying every year going missing. And one day that might be someone you know. It might be someone's child that you know because that's happening on a daily basis. And just because you don't read it in the BBC, you don't see it on NBC, ABC, doesn't mean it's not happening. 
The reason why you don't see it on them is because those companies are complicit in covering it up. You yep. need to do your research because children are going missing. And this is what Michael Jackson was trying to tell you for a long, long, long time, in my opinion. Um, it was a very long time. And I'm, you know what the, the, the what the interesting thing is, is that Trump is trying to tell people now. But because he's not as likable mm. as Michael was, he's not being believed. But he says the exact same thing. The news is lying to you. The media is lying to you. Don't believe them. We need this wall. Why do we need this wall? There are people, children and women being trafficked. But people don't listen. They don't listen. He's Trump has been telling it people for two, three years now. You know, don't listen to the media. They're lying to you. Yeah, and they they are surrounded by the same people. And if you really want to go up to the higher echelons of this, there's thirteen families, thirteen families. You can just find the Rothschilds and Rockefellers and all of this stuff. You can find that out, and then you can find the three hundred bloodlines underneath it, and you can trace all this back if you really want to do the research. But this world is the World Wide Web is not the internet. The World Wide Web is this web that's been built around us because we live in a police state in England now, definitely. Mm-hmm. And we live in a world that you don't understand that actually is happening. And as long as you do go to work and keep your head down, you'll never need to worry about it. But one day they'll come knocking on your door and yep. you will. And you need people like Michael Jackson, in my opinion, again, from the research that we've done to stand up and say something. And whether you like Donald Trump or not, if he's standing up and saying this, then I have to agree with him. There's a guy called Tommy Robinson in the UK that everybody just slags off because he doesn't like Islam. Um, the book Islam, not people, the book Islam. The book, yeah. But what he's doing is he's he they're just trying to make him out to be his bigot and a racist. And if you actually look into it, I don't agree with a lot of what he's saying. I don't think he goes right way about it at all. But... Oh, we have the same one here, that Gerd Wilders guy oh, okay. in the Netherlands. He's the same, yeah. He... There is a lot that you don't agree with, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't listen to the things that he says that are true. Yeah, exactly. And we have a lot of grooming that goes on in this country as well. Um, so we're going to get somewhere. You need to go to websites like um, michaeljacksonismproject.com and have a look, but just also train yourself to look at things further than a tweet, for God's sake. Yeah, but that's too hard for people. I mean, people are all, they're all so busy. They can watch four hours of crap, but they're so busy. You know, they always have an excuse and they want to be served on a silver platter. That's what I said uh, earlier. I don't think we were recording then is that even the fans do that. They're guilty of that. There's a lot of and there is a a vast amount of fans that are actually investigating that actually know the facts and can defend Michael based on um, their investigation. And there is a shit ton of fans that say, oh, but Michael would never do that. That's not helping him. That will never help him. Learn the facts. Investigate. Don't ask the investigators, oh, what should I say? Oh, what should I tweet? No, do your own investigation. You know, make sure that you know the facts. And you don't have to know as much as uh, I do or, or all the other investigators. do. That's not the point. But know enough to at least have five points ready that you're, you know are 100% factual. Yeah, I think it's a really good idea. Five, and, five and, points that you know that that can defend any argument because these yeah, just, arguments just are down, easy to bat off. Yeah, just write down five questions towards a hater who calls because I see them every day on my YouTube channel. I have so many mm-hmm. comments that are uh, positive, but also a lot that are saying, "Oh, Michael's just a pedophile." You know, 
shield yourself, weaponize yourself with questions. Just write down five questions, good questions that you know the answer to because you have investigated. That means you don't have to investigate everything, just those five questions and hit them with that. Mm. Yes, but if, if, if what you're saying is true, then please answer for me these five questions. Yeah, I, I think you're totally right. How does that feel when you, you've started this? I mean, you've got a, a weak job. You're a person who works during the week. This isn't your job. And I think people need to understand that you don't get paid to do this. This is not your job. How does that feel when you do, you turn on YouTube and you get all this avalanche of stuff? You must just think sometimes just think, why am I doing this? How is this help? How am I protect? How are you protecting your own mental health? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure it uh, it's protected. Honestly, no, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, you know, we we talked before this. You know, you know why I'm uh, uh, why I even looked into Michael Jackson in the first place, um, uh, which because uh, is because I have always thought that he was alive after June 25th. Mm. And um, because of that, uh, definitely in the beginning, I got a lot of de- death threat threats. Um, yeah. yeah, it's been even more than that. Uh, let's say it, it didn't just stay with just death threats. Um, I had things in my personal life that uh, wasn't very good and was definitely connected to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I did is... Uh, I started to protect my identity. That's why my name is Susa Garcia, and it's clearly not my real name because I don't think there's anyone in the Netherlands, in the Netherlands that's called Susa Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you have to do something. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I try to stay as anonymous as I can. I mean, there are l- little details about myself that people know, and there are a few people's uh, p- people out there that know who I am. But I keep that group very, very small. Mm. Um, and that's helping because they can touch my personal life. And other than that, you know, it. I don't know Michael Jackson personally. Um, I do believe that I know the real Michael as he is instead of the public persona because of my research. And um, I also think that I know why he did what he did in life death whatever you call it and um i think that should be defended to the bone because it's not something that is benefiting him it's something that would benefit the whole world yeah and uh if you have a belief like that um i think you'd do anything Hmm. i think you're incredibly brave to do that and keep going at it and um and i think as you say, it will benefit the whole world. Remember that first they came for him, then they came for us. And and that the song like they don't care about us means, and there is not the they are the ones that are running, that have the money, that make the decisions. And there's a very small amount of people. And I, I mean, I've investigated conspiracy theories, and that in it, in itself, the term conspiracy theory was brought out by the CIA after JFK was shot, so no one would look into it for fear mm-hmm. of fit, seeing stupid being stupid. So you can call me conspiracy theory all you want. I'm quite proud of that. That means I just research. Me too. Same here. Um, I do my research. Um, it's no point. It's, it's no different from from calling someone a nerd who goes to the library a lot. Well, I'll have that. Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any difference. Um, but I know David Icke, who's a very... Well, I don't know David. I know Dave, Gareth Icke well, who's David Icke's son, who's 
probably the most well-known conspiracy theorist in 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 the UK definitely I would say in Europe um, and he's an incredible man and he's put up with this backlash for 30 odd years this man he used to be a BBC t- uh, sports presenter he could be doing the job of Gary Lineker now gets paid 2.5 million every year from the BBC while the nurse gets paid 27,000 a year um, but but David Icke doesn't. He lives in a flat in Isle of Wight because he believes in this and he wants his legacy to be this. You need, We need more people like this who are willing to go, look, money, you, you cannot buy me out because I need to sleep at night. I need my kids right. to be safe. I need my family to be safe. most people are like that. Most they are, are like yeah. That. But the, the problem is with Hollywood is that they are being groomed mm-hmm. uh, from a certain age on. and the, I mean, the, they're just puppets. I mean, Geffen, even Geffen, Oprah... Um, uh, Spielberg, you know, those rich fucks, they're just puppets. They are. And eventually the 13 families, you know, one of them is actually Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and JFK didn't want to play the game either. I wanted to expose everything. I mean, just listen to his last speech. And uh, that's all he needs to hear. Um, they're just puppets. I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, they're just puppets of the devil. Mm. They are, and they will be the next to be thrown under the bus as well. As soon as Oprah becomes too much, which is happening already because people have turned on her, she'll be, that's it for her. She's played her hand now. Um, and she, I think she got too arrogant, too cocky, and she went after someone that she was not capable of going up against. Um, yeah, but she yeah. thinks she's protected. She's not protected. She, and Of course uh, she's of not. Course no one not. is. None of, of them is. Not. No one is protected, no. but she thinks she is. She well, thinks she can get away with this. That's what the problem with most people. They think that they can get away with this. Which is the Harvey Weinstein thing. I mean, look how quick she jumped on Harvey Weinstein. When she was clearly grooming young girls to at least be in his presence, young actresses. There's, there's mm-hmm. evidence all over all over the place of this. But you hear no one about that. All you, you got to do is look into it. You don't see any media articles slamming Oprah. Why not? Because they're controlled by the same people that Oprah is being controlled by, or maybe she is even uh, the one controlling them with her with her little club of friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they, I think you're right there. But there's always a level above, and she needs to be. There's very, always very a level above. Yeah, and I, what we've discussed here, I mean, it's been. Hopefully, I know people come here to listen to the Michael Jackson part, but this is all relevant to the Michael Jackson's case, because this is how it works. Now go out and do the research. The research is on the website. I didn't want to get on here and talk to you about the research and about the facts, because they, you've done that. I wanted people to understand that this is how it works. Once you yeah. realise how it works, you can spot the signs, you can spot the trends, you can spot the sudden switches in personality, how these kids have been abused and put into Michael Jackson's life. There's a thing called Lifetime Actors. If you want to know about the music industry, there's a great author called Mark Devlin, who has covered the whole satanic music industry. Jay Dyer, it's saying does the same for Hollywood. Um, these guys know what they're talking about. Neil Sanders talks about mind control in his book. Put all these pieces together and then you'll understand what's happened with this Michael Jackson case. Because then you can see it for what it is and really, right. really understand things. I um, had a good point there. I mean, those kids were put into his life. They were. Not the other way around. He wasn't shopping for kids. Those kids were put into his life in one way or another. And, uh, I mean, if he were really a pedophile, he has billions of dollars. He can just – there are catalogs for that shit, you yeah. know? You can actually – if you're a rich pedophile, you can order a catalog and you can order your kids. I know. It's you, horrific. You, it's horrific. Yeah, I, I'm talking about it. Like, but 
that's because I'm almost dead inside because of researching it. Mm. You can actually get a catalog and you can order your kids the color of hair, the color of skin, anything you want. And uh, so if he was a pedophile, why wouldn't he just do that? Why, why all these kids around him? Why make it obvious, you know, as people try to say, oh, he's so obviously a pedophile because he, he was walking around with kids. Yeah, if he were, he wouldn't. Yep, and you have to look at the people that jumped on the bandwagon afterwards. You've got a guy, and I don't know if you heard the guy, the, the documentary filmmaker in the UK called Louis Theroux. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of him? Well, as soon as yeah, this Michael Jackson saw, had come uh, out. Yeah, I just saw an, an interview with him. Wasn't he on Pierce, I think? He was on Pierce. He flipped. He, he flipped flip? just because he's a BBC man. He's yeah. always been a BBC man from day one, but also he was trained by Michael Moore. If you look into Louis Theroux's background, he spent a whole, I think it was a year, year and a half, trying to... F- trying to get an interview with Michael Jackson the same time Martin Bashir was. Well, Michael Jackson didn't want to have anything to do with Louis Theroux, and he went with Bashir because Bashir did the Prince of, um, Princess Di's interview, so he trusted him, which obviously didn't work out so well. So Louis Theroux had a vested interest in trying, and he even made a documentary about, it was, I think it was Searching for Michael. I mean, it was terrible. It was a documentary about trying to make a documentary. The guy's just terrible. Um, he flipped because... He was pissed off he didn't get the Michael Jackson interview. It's as simple as that. He didn't do any research. He didn't look into any of this, any of that. But what really annoys me with someone like him is that Michael Jackson has three children. Yeah. What is this doing to his three kids? What? They don't care. They don't care. People don't care. It just makes me that what I think what upsets me more than anything is that Paris, Michael and Blanket, if you want to call him Blanket, need to, they're sitting there watching all this stuff going on. It's their dad. Remember that. Yep. So next time you look into this and you say Michael Jackson's a pedo because I watched a four-minute, four-hour documentary, it wasn't a documentary, it was a propaganda advert. It was a Hitler-type film. Absolutely, yep. Remember, he's got three kids sitting at home having to watch you spout off as about his dad. Yep. And then you have Dan Reed who says, yeah, but I think he he was on Pierce and Pierce was actually uh, asking him the questions every any journalist should ask him. And he asked him, why didn't you have anything for anyone from the Jackson family there? You know, why didn't you have any anyone uh, on the other side? And he said, yeah, well, Michael Jackson is dead, huh? <laughs> this is a story about James and about Wade. Well, what what were his wife, their wives doing there and their mothers? They weren't there, supposedly. If anything, one of the mothers, I think it was uh, Stephanie Safechuck, who said that uh, she actually listened in on them when they were alone, which, mm-hmm. first of all, uh, debunks the claim that he was such a, a careful pedophile that no one could uh, have access to when he wanted to be alone with kids. <laughs> See, they don't work. Uh, yeah, the, the, the actual... <laughs> plus, plus, it tells you that she listened in on them because she knew, hey, I have to look at this because my kid is alone with a 30 or 35-year-old man and I want to make sure that there's nothing improper going on, right? Any mother would do that. I think it goes deeper than that, if you want my honest and truth. I actually... think she was putting Mark... That boy was putting Michael Jackson's life for a reason and I think she was listening in for nefarious reasons, not not to protect the child. That That is... Uh absolutely a possibility and i agree with you but if you're looking at look at this objectively she listened in Mm. and she says i didn't hear anything they were just playing it was kid stuff but then she she, she is she is even she's debunking that whole (laughs) documentary in just one sentence i was listening in on, on them and i never heard anything bad 
there you have it. Nothing happened. Those <laughs> kids were indeed put into his life as little um, actors, let's call it that, so they could frame him later. Yeah, I Harvey totally Weinstein said in what, what 2003, he had that guy, I, I don't remember his name now, and he, he sent him uh, to look out for dirt for Mike, about Michael Jackson Yeah, just to cover up his own shit. And that was in 1993 because you had that Sundance uh, guy, what's his name, uh, that co-founder of Sundance, who oh, was under attack because he uh, he touched, uh, I think, a young boy. Oh, brilliant. So the guy who actually founded Sundance that, is a... Yeah. <laughs> that was in 1993. Uh, listen, mm. 1993. And uh, up you go. There you have Oprah interviewing Michael Jackson. And, yeah. and the whole thing goes down the drain. His own whole career goes down the drain. And uh, after that, you have, um, I think it was Weinstein himself or someone connected around 2003. And again, you know, it's 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 a pattern. It it's is. a pattern where, where they try to get him every decade because their own shit is about to hit the fan. If you look at, there was something that pointed out to me with Oprah. And when she interviewed the kids, do you remember when after he passed away, she was the first person to interview the kids and the family? Yeah. Um. There was, if you look into um, Project Monarch, and um, I know you've done the research into this, but the, for the listener, and look into symbolism, one of the symbolisms is a cat for a sex kitten. Now, if yep. you look at a picture of Paris, I'm not saying this is true, I'm just saying it's worth considering. There's a picture of Paris, there's a picture of Oprah, and Oprah's, and sorry, Michael Jackson's mum. Paris is wearing a leopard skin dress in that picture. To me, this is symbolism. If you look into the symbolism, that's too much for coincidence for me. But I may, it's worth looking into because this woman is an integral part of what has been going on in Hollywood for a long, or Hollywood for a very, very Hollywood, long time. Hollywood, yeah. For a very long time. Um, and we need it needs exposing for what it is. If you really, really want to help Michael Jackson, you really believe he's innocent, um, you need to look deeper than just this situation. Yeah, it goes it goes so much deeper. He didn't say uh, he he said I do this for the children. It's all for the children. Everything I have been doing in my career is for the children. He just he doesn't just say that because there are hungry kids in Africa, you know, yeah. because even that is uh, happening because of what we're seeing uh, coming out now. Everything is connected and. If he says, it, I, I have done everything I have done in my life for the children, listen to that and try to find out what he meant by that. Yeah, yeah I think um, it, it's, it's so important if you want to bring everything down because that is the biggest secret, is the child trafficking, child abuse underneath the music industry, Hollywood, global politics, big business, big pharma. These, this is what holds it all down. This is the biggest thing that could blow up all of this stuff. So if you really, really want to make a change in the world, if you really, really wanted to do some good in the world, at least give the four hours that you were going to watch Leaving, uh, Leaving Neverland, put it into some research into this, and then share that, because that would do the world a good if you could all do that. It's also interesting that those kids are all connected one way or another to the music, uh, to the uh, movie industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course they would. Be. I mean, you had you had Jordy Chandler. His dad was. Uh, I mean, he made that movie uh, with Mel Brooks. Yeah, Robin Hood, Prince and Tights. Yeah, which was hilarious. By yeah, it was a good film actually, but <laughs> I quite enjoyed the film. I, I I haven't watched it because I know 
that he was involved, but I watched before uh, that I investigated that. I thought it was a good movie, but uh, Jordy Chandler is connected to the movie industry, at least his dad. Um, mm-hmm. Gavin Arviso met Michael because he was on a movie set with what's his name? That He's an asshole too, Brad. Uh, Brett Radner? Radner? Yeah, Ratner. Ratner, that's it. Oh, yeah, he's horrific, yeah. Horrific, horrific. Um, You know, so... And and now... What's his name? Wade Robson had a deal with Disney Mm -hmm. uh, back in 2005 because he said that in his testimony in the trial, he had a a three-film deal with Disney. I haven't seen any films with Disney by Wade Robson. Well, I think he done himself a disfavor by um, splitting up Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears. I think that didn't really do him any favors. Well, absolutely true, but he had the connections to Disney. Yeah. You know, if, if you look at Disney, look closer into Disney is all I'm yeah. saying. Uh, there's something not right there. Um, oh, definitely. And, and Safe Chuck. Safe Chuck is a little actor too. I mean, he met Michael on the on the Pepsi uh, advertisement mm-hmm. set. Yeah. 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 They, and the other guy that actors. was in the Pepsi, do you know me in the Pepsi ad? Do you remember the Michael Jackson Pepsi ad where he does a moonwalk and he moonwalks back into, I don't know if you ever saw it, a little kid, a little black kid. It was that, that was the boy, um, what's his name? The one that worked with Will Smith in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, his brother in it. It's the same guy. So there's a Quincy, well, Quincy Jones produces um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and he, and he found, and he, and he was the one who brought Will Smith into Hollywood. That all these connections are there. If you just look, Quincy Jones is one to look at. Honestly, Tupac no. was dating his daughter. Well, what happened to Tupac? Tupac was... Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Well, it, it, the connections are there. I mean, I've been looking into this for so many times, and you just pick him, you think, Jesus, it lights up like... Once you start looking into this, guys, it lights up like a Christmas tree, and you really it will does, start It to... does, it does. I, I remember I wrote a blog uh, 10 years ago, um, and I connected back then and i didn't know anything about this stuff I, I i didn't even know anything about certain conspiracy theories other than i might think like 90% of the people that jfk was murdered by the cia but and i already connected back then oprah and time warner and uh, companies like that and it, it comes back again those same companies come back yeah They're, it's this huge, huge conspiracy. He said it. I mean, Michael said it. It's a conspiracy. He was right. Mm. Yeah, and he said, huge I don't want to say too much. I don't want to say too much. Well, No, because they would kill him for it. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with you. I don't actually believe they got him to him. I think he got away. But maybe that's me wishful thinking. Um, it's been amazing. I don't take up much more of your time because I know you're very, very busy and you work all week. But thank you for all the work you've been doing here and also looking at conspiracy theories and um, into this, sorry, this case, and also the the fact that you will look at this and look at it properly from an unbiased situation. So, guys, head over to Michael Jackson, the Michael Jackson Innocent Project dot com, and do your research there. And and as um, Sousa says, arm yourself with five points that you can battle back with these people like Perez Hilton, who's an absolute idiot, and tell him, look, well, what about these then? Because you'll that's all you need is a yep. little bit of knowledge. And um, if you can take four hours on a on a mockumentary, you can do this. Um, um, thank you for your time. And um, I just uh, one one bit of information and one bit of advice for anyone looking into this sort of thing, the Michael Jackson case maybe specifically because that's what people have come here for. What would you like them to take away from this? 
um, I would like them to open their minds and um, first of all, turn off your TV. You know, your TV, all, all, all it's going to tell you is lies, lies, lies. There's a narrative that they have to uh, get to you. Don't believe anything you're here. Don't don't even believe um, your parents when they tell you something. You know, research for yourself because there's always a different story to it. There's always another side and make up your own mind. Use your common sense. I mean, God gave you your common sense. Use it. That's what I hope people will get from this. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. So what? Um, just tell us about the website, where they need to go to, and your YouTube channel, and where they can find your, your work. Um, the website is um, themichaeljacksoninnocentproject.com and uh, my YouTube channel is the same, youtube.com slash themichaeljacksoninnocentproject and uh, they can, uh, well, we, we try to update it as, uh, as much as we can. Uh, we're working with a, a very small team on it and uh, we're, we're trying to get the facts across so instead of uh, just saying Michael Jackson uh, was amazing he would never do this we're actually trying to prove with those videos so if you really don't have the time to investigate anything uh, you know just hit them with the videos